TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Clint Sterner is shocked. Shocked, shocked, shocked by some of the pushback that he's getting here is uh clint sterner talking about it with with ron hugley they follow us two to six right here on sports radio 610 the odyssey app youtube twitch all that here is old hot fudge surprised by some of the pushback he's getting during the texans offseason i did you made it clear you want him go big game hunting and i think on this show we've been we've been in lockstep on that we want the texans i think you want to make it perfectly clear what it is that you don't want the texans to do when it comes to free agency in this office. ron I, I didn't think there was a texans fan on the planet that so. didn't want the texans to go big game hunting and, and i am shocked at how many people are almost offended when i say they got to go get two big time impact players all right so i mean i'm shocked too I am. Like, of all things. Are you not? I'm just shocked that the running back is discussed as if running backs are getting elite money. That's what my most frustrating thing this offseason, and, and I, I like all the philosophies, and we interact about it here. We interact about it on the uh, on the, on the the YouTube stream and all that. Um, my, my, my confusion is that, like, the running back position, whether it's Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacobs, is being treated as if it's it's the same sticker price as like a linebacker or a defensive tackle. Like I look at that as something on the side. And when you say that they can sign Mike Evans and they can sign Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. I think you're basically just saying like you don't have to choose between one or the other. Yes, and that's how that whole conversation starts. Yes, so yeah. I, I don't understand like how like if if you want to talk about Mike Evans versus these other high price guys that that's that's a discussion mm-hmm. but the running back position with with what the state of the running back position is right now you're, you're not going to cripple yourself like even even in the worst case scenario for Saquon Barkley you're not going to cripple yourself you're going to have a you're going to have a good running back that's going to be able to figure some stuff out and I keep hearing about his injury history look I, I know that he's been banged up and he's played hurt uh, at times and sometimes it's misleading when we talk about games played but I think in the last three years he's played like one less game than Derrick Henry so yeah, he he got hurt one year. He had one season-ending injury, and all of a sudden, it's like this: these guys get hurt one year, and all of a sudden, it's like, well, this guy's always out. Nah, he he missed one season. Yeah, it's a dangerous sport. It happens. He's out there. But I I like the discussion about which running back, but I just don't understand why running back is being discussed as as if you're 
drafting one in the first round or something like that. It's it's it, that's not they, these guys based on the impact that they can make and based on the need of this football team. I don't know how in the hell you could watch the Texans last year and not think that running back is like the biggest need. Well, it is. I mean, like yeah. they could not run the ball. Yeah. I mean, so that's that's what's confusing. That's what my frustrating thing is. But as far as like you know, aiming big and aiming high, I, I do agree with Sean and Seth that that you know normally the team that wins free agency, you, you look three years down the line, it doesn't look as good as it did after it happened. But it also depends. While I don't disagree with the premise, it also depends on the situation. When when Seth when Seth brought up the Jaguars from the year two thousand, I was like. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong, but the situation is completely different than what the Texans are in. You had a high-dollar quarterback. You had two receivers, and you brought this up during the break, you know, in McCardell and, and Jimmy Smith that were, were making good money, and you were $30 million over the cap. That's not the Texans. But if the Texans were over the cap, do you think any of us would be saying any of this or if they were close to the bottom in cap space? I wouldn't be saying this. I just am dumbfounded. I'm with you, Clint. Like, if if you're not going to go big game hunting, I, I this is not rhetorical. When are you? Serious question. If you're not going to get a running back, Saquon right now, market value, three years, $29 million. So less than $10 million a year, and, his, and that contract, even if he gave you, you know, great, three great seasons, would expire when you're signing Tank and, and Derek Stingley. And CJ Stroud and all that. So, what? Serious question: When are you going to have an opportunity? To just, I want to know, because I don't think you are. I don't think you're gonna have this opportunity again. Same thing at wide receiver, like. But running back is the better example. You're right because it, it, uh, Josh Jacobs, I think, it's a four-year market value, but at forty-two million dollars. So again, ten million dollars, and change. And I don't know what Eckler is, but it's not that. And I know Derrick Henry is less than that. So someone please tell me, uh, if, if you're against Landry, for the most part, me and Clint, when when can you? When can you get that final piece? Do you think there's – you've talked about epitome, and I, I I roll my eyes at that, and you and I have argued about, like, the mindset and this mystery mindset. Hell, I think we argued about it last week <laughs> um, to start the show on Monday or Tuesday because I don't, I, I don't feel like Texans fans are – are scarred or anything like that. I don't, I don't think there's like a defeated mindset. I think it's kind of gone away. But do you do you feel like maybe like the blatant obvious decisions that can be made with low consequence that they're overanalyzed because we've seen how pathetic this organization was run from BOB to pre-Casario? That's Is that why, possible? That's why I think that, 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 and I've said it, that a lot of people are kind of living in 2021. Um, you know, and, and that's just not the case, different regime, different leadership, more respected. And, and I think universally supported, uh, you know, leadership and more money, <laughs> like a lot more money cap went up, I guess, Friday. Um, and it's $67 million that the Texans have to spend. Yeah. When you compare that to the Jaguars who were $30 million over the cap, as I mentioned earlier, that's like comparing apples to two by fours. It, it, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. So you can't make that comparison. Yeah, I don't I don't really – I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of dots being connected that don't necessarily make a lot of sense. Like we're, we're, we're talking about a lot of things that just aren't really connected. Mm -hmm. I think fans have been conditioned in a certain way. 
to to say, oh, no, that's how you get into cap hell. No, how you avoid it is smart big money like this that will get you to 2026, maybe even make a run uh, to a, a conference championship or, or, or better, and then you're going to be able to pay your rookie quarterback and others. My my fear more so than any than spending is is falling in love with players, mm-hmm. and I, I including don't wanna, your own. Yeah, like the Nico Collins thing. I, I got to see one more year. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that too much to ask? Right. I'm I'm optimistic that he can do what he does. He works his ass off. He's a friend of the show. I mm-hmm. love Nico Collins, mm-hmm. but is it, is it too much for me to ask? Like if if we're if we're doing this smart thing, is it too much for me to ask for one more good year? Yeah. Do I need to see Tank Dell like stay healthy for an entire season? Mm-hmm. I just don't see how Mike Evans for a few years is that reckless of a decision. It's not. Maybe they don't like what Mike Evans would bring. Maybe the market speaks to Mike Evans. That's the other thing. Like we're we're talking about Mike Evans as if you know he's going to get his max value, much like the tight end position last year. Dalton Schultz was was projected to get way more money. Mm-hmm. But the draft was stacked with tight ends, and the free agent class was pretty decent. That's the same situation with wide receivers. Who's to say the market doesn't speak to Mike Evans? Yeah. Like, we assume he's getting this max value. Who's giving it to him? Mm-hmm. And where does it make sense for him? Like, where is it? Like, the other the other team they're talking about is Kansas City. How much do you think Kansas City's going to be able to give him? They got a lot of things to do. <laughs> Mahomes would have to rework his contract. They got Chris Jones. They got Snead. Uh, yeah. And Tampa Bay's kind of already made it clear. I, I, I know that they had a good year with Baker Mayfield and maybe the mindset has changed, but Tampa Bay kind of made it clear last year that, you know, we don't want to pay Mike Evans, you know, long-term mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that's changed. Maybe he'll figure that out and he'll go there. But like, is it, is it possible? Cause you, you talked about hometown discount and stuff. Like, is it a lot of times the market will, will speak to these guys. Is it possible that maybe Mike Evans ends up being, I don't know, a two-year, $40 million deal? Uh, yes, it's very possible. Now let's go to worst-case scenario. They actually do what I've been advocating here, and whether it's Evans and Barkley or Davis and, and Josh Jacobs or whomever I've mentioned and we've talked about, let's say they are total busts, total epitome of what people who are scared to do this worry about. Like this production falls off. You're none the worse for wear when it comes to three years down the road because they'll be gone. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you should be able to have the the money to spend. I mean, on the you, do gotta, you do got to you do got to strike while it's hot though on the rookie deal. Uh, yeah, that's why that's why I'm saying that. Out. Like, even if they're just a total, and I don't think they will be flop, you're still going to be have the quarterback on a rookie deal, and, and you're going to be none the worse for wear when it's time to to pay him. So here's what I would ask: Do you think that? Like, if, if the Texans, let's say uh, 15 days from now when free agency begins, like, let's say the Texans give Mike Evans, like, a three-year deal worth $60 million. Let's, let's say that happens in a hypothetical up. world. Okay. W- w- would, that, would that worry you more than them giving Patrick Queen, like, a five-year, $85, 90000000 million deal? No. Because of what I just said. Because then you're biting into money that you're going to spend on all these young players that are coming up. They mentioned Tank Dell. He'll be coming up in 26. Uh, Derek Stingley coming up. In why is that I even a know. thing? I don't know. Like, why is Tank Dell? <laughs> I, I heard that, and I'm like, eventually you're gonna have to pay Tank Dell. What? Eventually, well, if I he's mean, good. Can I see two yeah. more years? If he's yeah, if he if he backs it up. How far ahead are we planning? No, no. Let's project on what that's we think. That's way far ahead. That's too, way man. far ahead. What? That should have nothing to do with he could right be now. A key, yeah. key, QT. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, bite your tongue, Figgy, but I get your point. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so, but yeah. you never know, man. Yeah, we got to see something. What if What if he can't stay healthy? Yeah. No, and, and that's why, you know. I could not believe Tank Dell got brought into the conversation today, his contract. Flat out, despite the age and everything else, I'm, I'm being totally honest here. Mike Evans, three years, what'd you say? 60. 60 is a better contract than Patrick McQueen, five years, Patrick Queen is Patrick the proto- Queen. Patrick, Patrick Queen is the prototypical bad contract. I don't know about that. I, I'm what, a little like, bit warmer look, to but it look than at, you are. But look at, all, look at all, what these bad free agent deals look like. They look like Patrick Queen. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the second best linebacker on his squad. Uh, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option, John. Yeah. I think the Ravens are pretty smart. Do you? I think they've uh, they've got a they've got a track record. They can find somebody to replace them. Yeah, they, they usually do. They didn't they, they didn't even pick up his fifth year option. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, he had a good year last year, and the, and the tackle numbers have been high. But Patrick Queen, to me, like if you're going to make Patrick Queen the highest paid linebacker in the league, what the hell are you doing? If you sign him for a five year deal that runs until he's thirty years old, yeah, and you're make you're 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 making him the highest paid linebacker in the league. Yeah. More, more than like that's what I'm saying. Like top I'm two, not top three. I'm not trying to be irrational here. I'm being trying to be very rational. I think that's a worse contract than than three years for Evans. I think that would be the worst contract they give. And watch, they're going to do and it I'm, now. And I'm warm on. And I, well, I trust. Um, yeah, I, I trust I whatever they want to do. Yeah. Like, like I've said, like everything I say uh, with this organization right now, I I feel very comfortable in saying I I trust them to make the right decision, despite what my dumbass may or may not think. Yeah. But Patrick Queen, when when I see the Patrick Queen thing, I I. I cringe. I cringe at the possibility of Patrick Queen for mm-hmm. five years, mm-hmm. 85, whatever. I don't cringe. Dollars. I like him more than you do in terms of even at that price and that length of time. But I get it, and I think Evans would be a better deal. For sure, a running back would be because you're talking two or three years. I don't even think the running back impacts it. Running back's going to happen. Yeah, it should happen. And I and I still think you could maybe bring back uh, Singletary, although there was the layout of you know the roster. They do. Uh, I did not – Take this into account. I'm very glad that Sean and Seth uh, enlightened me on Where this. Where are you going with this? No, I'm serious. I did not. Th- I did not take this into account. Mm-hmm. I guess you got to fill a roster. So <laughs> that was. I, I, I saw the. Uh, let's see. Starters from last year. No big deal. Doesn't cost anything. Steven Nelson, five point three million dollars. Um, you, would you like a kicker? Would you like a yeah, punter? Yeah, no, we, I don't want Dario Gumbawale to kick again. Okay, Kaimi Fairbairn was $4 million last year. Cam Johnson was $3.4 million yeah. last year. Sheldon Rankins, the cap figure was lower, but he was out on one-year $10 million deal. Yeah. Like, you're paying yeah, yeah. for that. that. That got pushed down the road. Dalton Schultz, $6 million. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Singletary, $3 million. Yeah. Uh, let's see. George Fant. Started for most of the year, three million dollars. Like these are the guys you have to replace. That's about. I mean, you, you. I mean, I'm kind of doing the math. Am I? You're up in the t- over twenty million, tw- twenty twenty five million with 20, those five or six million. guys right there. Yeah, with like five or six of those free agents yeah. that are apparently don't cost anything. Well, like the, it's not. It's not nineteen ninety two anymore. These guys cost more than three hundred thousand dollars a year. They they do they do. And and I, I'll boil it down to what I think it is with Lopez in just a second. Ooh. But I think the other <laughs> thing too, like the, like I'll tell you what, like an eye opening thing to me was. Oh, here we day. go. It looked like a total non-story, and ultimately it probably is as far as the season goes. But they re-signed a couple of their restricted free agents, the Texans did. D'Angelo Ross for about a million, and this Dieter Iceland guy for a couple million bucks. Damn. And, like, okay... That's three million bucks right there. Like the minimum salary for the NFL players is. Honey, you might have to take that back. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like each roster spot is going to be a minimum of a million bucks. I, I I can't fathom that. I mean, that's called filling out a roster. The average salary is $2.8 million last year. You got most of those guys for around the average salary. Now, they perform, some perform pretty dang well. But if you're saying, Peter Sutherland, we can't sign, we can't sign Mike Evans because we're paying. Was Sean on shrooms this, <laughs> I this weekend? Know. We can't he sign really Mike saw Evans. Dieter Sutherland, and it was enlightening. Yeah, listen to how he presented that fig one more time. I want to hear how, like, because I'm I'm thinking, damn, this is about to really go somewhere. Like, yeah. this is- it looked like a total non-story, and ultimately, it probably is as far as the season goes. But they re-signed a couple of their restricted free agents. The Texans did D'Angelo Ross for about a million, and this Dieter Iceland guy okay. for a couple million bucks. Yeah, this was enlightening this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, 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 if that's. If I have no answer for you, if you're worried that you can't sign Mike Evans or Sa- Saquon Barkley because you have to pay, uh, was it Blake Cashman six million, three million dollars? Well, then I I can't argue against that because you know in today's NFL you're gonna have a lot of players making three million dollars. You're gonna have a bunch of them. You know, it, 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 there, there's no answer. I can't I can't talk you into it if. If Dieter Esselin, who's gotten more airtime than he's ever gotten in his life today, is if that $10,000 bonus is a deal breaker, uh, that $10,000, like, because you can look at the contract, like, oh, they paid him two years, $2 million. That's, Landry, that's nothing. It's it's almost literally nothing. It's $10,000. That's the guarantee. Yeah. Same thing with D'Angelo Ross. He got a nine hundred ninety-five thousand dollar contract, of which only uh, of which nine hundred eighty-five thousand is not guaranteed. If if you can't sign a big time free agent because you got the twenty thousand dollars hanging over your head, I can't help you. I'll tell you what, like an eye opening thing to me was the can't other help day. you. That's twenty thousand dollars, man. Whew. If only we could have had Mike Evans. Seriously. Oh, Sean hates me. <laughs> he knows I love him. But Does he? C- but come on. Well, not right now. <laughs> right now he doesn't. <laughs> Dieter Sutherland, man. Esselin. Dieter whatever. <laughs> Dieter Esserlin. Mm-hmm. He got a lot of love, man. That dude's going to be in a promo. <laughs> Let me hear that set up one more time, Fig. Yeah. Just one more. I'll tell you what, like, an eye-opening thing to me was the and other I'm just day. Sitting here like, Whoa. It looked like a total non-story, and ultimately okay. it probably is as far as the season goes. Okay. But they re-signed a couple of their restricted free agents, okay. the Texans did. D'Angelo Ross for about a million, oh, wow. and this Dieter Iceland guy for a couple million bucks. Oh, wow. And, like, okay, that's three million bucks right there. Like, the minimum salary for an NFL Damn. player is, is yeah. approaching a million dollars. I thought they were. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, each roster spot is going to be a minimum of a million bucks. All right, there you go. <laughs> Whew. Dang, I wish we could have had Mike Evans. <laughs> but we got Dieter. We got Dieter Esselin. And you got to fill that roster, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coming up. D'Angelo Ross, big time special teamer now. Big time player. He's a good player. He's a good player. A million dollars. Yeah, he got ten thousand dollar guarantee. Yeah, but that million though, man, you gotta be careful. It's <laughs> Mike Evans. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. No Saquon. After all, no Saquon. Sorry, yeah. kids. Yeah. Coming up next, I was extremely wrong about something, and I'm gonna confess 
my sins next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Lunchtime confessions. We confess our sins to you, the loopholes. Shout out to the loopholes if you listen you are one. Some of these confessions have to do with sports. Some have nothing to do with sports, but we're transparent with you 24-7. Let it hang a little bit lower during lunchtime confessions. It is time to confess. What are you doing? Uh, uh, my confession is I was very, very, very confused. Of all people, of all, oh, that's whack. Oh, he's a weasel. Oh, you know, he's a loser. <laughs> I saw a video, Figgy, and I want to get your thought on this before we, we toss it to, to, to Landry. I'm minding my own business, as I often try to do. I see a video. Landry Locker takes off his damn size 14 boot and holds it up to another dude on stage like a giddy little teenager at a Beatles concert. I mean, I wasn't doing that. Like a, like a giddy little teenager on the Ed Sullivan show when the Beatles are singing, sign my boot. And what were you, in high school at that time? No. <laughs> Figgy, what happened? Of all people. Know. I missed this part, man. I ain't realized it until you posted the video. Dude, what's going on? You I, had a dude sign your boot? Yeah, I, I'll be honest, man. I was uh, I was filling the scene. Man. <laughs> I was filling the way scene. To put it. Well, I mean, he was there for an hour and a half. It was just like, hey, I'll just get him to sign my boot just because it's, it's kind of a funny story. It's not like I'm going to frame it. I'm still going to wear it. It's probably worn off by now. <laughs> but the, the Midland lead singer, he was... Very, very dramatic and very, very, like, very much a jerk uh, during the concert. And he was hammered. Hey, so that's why you liked him. So that's why you liked him. He was a jerk. No, I thought he, was, I, I, I thought he, I thought he put on a good show for the people, and mm-hmm. I thought it was a good memory, man. And I was proud sign of my uh, boot. I was proud of the the performance that was that was put on. So just yeah, sign the boot. Just reach up, sign the boot. You're acting like I was like tackling kids or something. Well, I mean, you're a big dude. There are other dudes getting there. Boot sign, just get the boot sign. It's good memory. Getting a grown ass man to sign your boot at a concert. It's a good memory, man. <laughs> it's a good memory. <laughs> what world are we living in? Watch this. These are my confessions. All right, check your email. This is my confession. I did it. Checking my email now. I did it. What'd you do? I refresh, did it. Refresh, refresh. I did it. Refresh. I was so impressed with Rodeo that I did it. Uh, man, I was about to do the same thing. I man. did it. I didn't do it because I ain't want y'all to clown me. I did it, though. What'd you do? I replied all. Reply all. Oh, The email no. was sent out about Rodeo, I and I replied did. all. Oh, hey, no. the effort that all these people put on during the Rodeo, specifically the bull down the hall, Sarah, the entire sales staff, the... The, the the engineering that have to put this thing together, 
They do such a good job. It's such it an important part. It's such it an just important up for me too. It's such an important part of this city. Who are you? And I had You're to, getting dudes yeah. signing your boots. You're replying all. I, look, I'm not a reply all guy usually for like a birthday or something, but I think in this instance, this is a big part of the city and this is I, I just appreciate rodeo. I almost did it too, man, but appreciate I ain't, rodeo. I, I ain't want y'all to clown me for it. Hey. It's okay, man. Just unreal and impressed. Every time all of y'all do what you do this time of year. I am. Aww. That was well said. Aww. <laughs> points. Landry gets points. No, I don't get points because that's <laughs> going to be one of 50. I think Figgy's a slime ball for not doing it. So I'm going to reply all. I ain't do it because I knew y'all was going to clown me for it. <laughs> I'm going to reply all to my reply all and say, I speak for Figgy and Lopez. Oh, even no, though, please even don't. Though, even though they're too cool to, to let y'all know yeah, how they feel. Please, please, please don't do that. I should have did it first, man. Man, you must be on ayahuasca or something, the things you're doing this week. Watch this. Bro, hold on just a second. Let me let yeah. me let me steal this from you. What is what is Dairy Queen trying to do with these tenders? That's the fifth time I've seen yeah. this Brother, commercial. I've seen them five times here. and they look yeah. terrible and they're dipping yeah. them in gravy. That did and not stuff. look good. If they look terrible on TV, they look terrible, terrible. What was that cream? I don't know. They have like a flavor. It said like creamy something and then they're like dipping it in gravy. That did not look good. Not yeah. Did you see KFC has pizza? Yeah. Uh pizza chicken. Mm-hmm. They just put a big thing of chicken and put pizza on top of it. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> they running out of ideas, man. Watch this. These are my so Justin Jefferson, uh, apparently rumors about him being traded. And my answer to that confession, nah. I'm kind of becoming open to it. Nah. I'm kind of becoming open to because it. Because he is, Sean, a $30 million a year player. Uh, Mike Evans is not. So he is a $30 million a year player. And... They're projecting it's going to cost two firsts and a later round pick. Let me ask you this. Come on, let man. Let me ask you this. Two firsts and $30 million? No, let me ask you this, though. So we're talking about the Texans paying Mike Evans $20 million. 20 to 23 Okay. And Sean Pendergast wants to pay Nico Collins $25 million already after one year. Yeah. But that's smart money. Um, <laughs> do you think... Mm-hmm. Let's play EA Sports because I'm I'm really I'm really curious about this. Mm-hmm. EA Sports, it's in the game. Do you think that you could trade Nico Collins in a first round pick and maybe a little something else and get Jefferson? No, I think they nope. want the picks. So they would rather have the picks yeah, than Nico. Yeah, they want the picks. They're they're resetting it. What about Tank? Um, I still think they want the picks because they're resetting a quarterback. They're doing what the Texans did before. Okay, you know. Would you trade Nico and Tank and a first no. for, for Jefferson? No. EA Sports. Because then you need the another game. receiver. And you're paying $30 million. Okay. And, yeah, uh, I mean, and you don't have two first-round picks. If they wanted Nico, or a though, first if round they pick. wanted Nico and you only had to give up one first, I would do it. <sighs> so he's going to go for more than Tyreek Hill? That's what it says. That's, that's what the reports are. Okay. $30 million Somebody's a year, two firsts, and a later-round pick. I'm not getting two firsts. It's going to be somebody like the Bears. You think they're going to get two firsts? For somebody like the Bears, I can see that. And that's what's been reported. You know, it's smarter to sign a veteran receiver like Mike Evans, isn't it? Go figure. <laughs> Watch this. These are my confessions. So I got to circle back. I, I was wrong about Midland. I said that drinking problem song was gimmicky and corny. Mm-hmm. The dude definitely has a drinking problem. And <laughs> he's about that life. So you got to 
And I respect him for it. He was falling, literally falling down drunk. I mean, he was pissed. It just got back from Cali. He fell down the stairs. He was chugging beers. He was complaining the whole time about not being able to hear anything. (laughs) He was like sloppy during the drinking (laughs) problem. And he stayed after. But he stayed after, much to his credit. I I thought he was just going to be a diva and storm off. He stayed after. The complaining was out of control, though. Like Kenny every Chesney, song? Yeah, Kenny Chesney or Perfect like wouldn't have done that. Yeah. You just couldn't hear the feedback. Get over it, bud. Yeah. You're fine. The return you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. hear the return. Get yeah. over it. Yeah. And he was worried about the guitar. But yeah, I mean he was out there. He was That's a right. He couldn't mess. hear his own guitar. He was a or sloppy mess, dude. He was a drunk. He might have a drinking People problem. People say I got a drinking <laughs> problem. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do. Because I just thought that was one of those corny pandering songs. Yeah, nah, he's He's about it. He's legit. Have a he drink about that problem. life. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't shocked when I saw this. Go figure. That's a uh, that's a sarcastic confession. Forrest Whitley got shut down for a week. Go figure. Forrest Whitley got shut down for a week at some tendon or something in finger. And, and finger. finger. Yeah. Uh, come on, man. At what point do we just enough? I mean that that guy has been, first of all, snake bit, but completely a non-factor. Like, yeah, he was supposed to be like untradeable at one point. Yes. remember it was like, oh, the Astros yes. make a trade. Yes, not Forrest Whitley though, untouchable. Well, should have traded him. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. He's twenty six. He's gonna be twenty seven. I mean, a- nothing you can do with him. Yeah, he's done. He's done. Watch this. So you uh, you recommended that I watch this show, Louder Milk. Mm-hmm. You should. Did you see the text board? It's average. That, dude, the text board is like It's Landry. not that good, man. It's really, really good. I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's a must watch. Mm-hmm. I actually like it. I'm not like Lopez. I don't put it off. I, I um, recorded it for one day. Well, you're not. Because I was fan. watching Louder Milk. Yeah, which is You awful. like this better than Curb? No. Nothing's better than Curb. It's awful, dude. But it's really good. It's it's so so average. Text board is like Landry. You got to watch it. I've uh, tried, man. Loudermilk is brilliant. Loudermilk is the bomb. I've tried. I'm with Lopez on Loudermilk. I've tried. He's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. He's a professional smartass, and it's and the story is really. good. He doesn't deliver well. Yes, he does. He doesn't deliver well. It's like way too like under like undertone. Oh, it's good. You got to give it. Give it. Five episodes. I've been watching the E! True Hollywood stories lately. Mm-hmm. Like that. Remember back in the day when that was a thing? They're doing it with like shows like Full House. Mm-hmm. And oh, that'd be cool. Family Matters and like a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And Nine Lives Of. I've been watching that. Howard Stern, Nine Lives Of. I watched last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been watching that. Buttermilk uh, ain't doing it for me, man. You, I, I'd love for it, too. Give it, it, give it five it. episodes. You gave it half it's a, a one. That's a big commitment, brother. You gave it half a one. It's like 45, 40 minutes of an commitment, episode. Big commitment, brother. Hell, what are you going to do? Yeah, the only sports I watched this weekend was was Liverpool. I think Martin's on Netflix now. I'm going to I'm gonna rewatch Martin. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather rewatch I was watching Martin. My Wife and Kids on Netflix last night. Yeah. That's an underrated show, man. Shout out to Liverpool, too. They won the uh, Premier Cup. And what? That would be soccer. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Lunchtime confessions here on In the Loop. Coming up. Players being GMs, how do we feel about it? Plus, is giving someone herpes a deal breaker for you when it comes to player acquisition? 
discuss next. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. So you have Laramie Tunsil who wants Xavier Howard. Derek Stingley appears to want to bring back Steven Nelson. This is a new age of kind of player recruitment on Twitter. Sometimes you roll your eyes at it. Sometimes it gets fans excited. Uh, this was uh, Gio, Greg Gianetti from New York. I guess Sauce Gardner has a bit where he calls himself La Sauce mm-hmm. and acts like he's like a GM. Yeah. Gio's kind of annoyed by this. I want to get your take on players trying to recruit other guys openly and whether or not you think that's productive for the likes of D'Amico Ryans and Nick Casario. Here is uh, here is Gio's rant, though, on Sauce Gardner doing this. Rob Sala has no control of these guys. The latest one now is Sauce Gardner, who is pretending to be the GM, and he's calling himself La Sauce, La Sauce. <laughs> like LeBron, where he can control who comes in and is on the team. Now, I, I'm not so naive or so much of a stickler or an old man to this point where I'm like, like this isn't fun at all. I get that he's having fun, and it really doesn't matter, but if I'm Joe Douglas, I'm like, just shut up, man. Like, don't be tweeting at Mike Evans going, you know what we talked about. And now also <laughs> seeing, like, I want to draft young at O-line and get a vet-wide receiver, LaSauce. <laughs> you can't be telling everybody what you want on the team. No, but I'll tell you what, at this point, like, we're just like, can anybody say anything back to him? The whole thing is, it's, it's, it's all a joke again. Does anybody take that serious? I don't know. Is my is my response. I don't know. And anybody can say, I want this, I want that. How would you feel if you were Casario, though, and you see your players saying two different things? Yeah. Pulling in different directions. Well, I mean, you wouldn't be thrilled with it, but, I mean, you also know what era you live in. I mean, this is how it happens. I don't think anybody really takes that stuff serious. You know, hey, uh, what, what did Laramie Tunsil do? Uh, didn't he talk about uh, Zavian? He wants he wants Zavian plus Stingley. And yeah. then Stingley said twenty four plus twenty one. Yeah, which was just, we're presuming uh, Stephen Nelson. Nelson. What if he's changing his number? No, so do you take do you take Laramie serious? I mean, why would he? Not, first of all, why would he not want it? Uh, you know, if he thinks that highly of, of Zavian Howard, and and secondly, I don't I, I don't think I think these guys I think Geo took it far too seriously. Like, you know, don't say that. Yeah, good luck. You're, you're, they're going to say that. They're going to say stuff. See, I think I'm probably, like, you, you've talked about epitomes and you've talked about scarring and all that. I, I am kind of scarred from the whole, I don't even know what era it was, where Lonnie Johnson and Titus Howard were talking about everything that was going wrong, well, whether it was Deshaun or anything like that. Yeah, I, I do think that that kind of gets a little bit out of control. But mm-hmm. I would just, just let Nick Casario do his thing. Yeah, that's what Whoever I'm Whatever you play with, you play with. Yeah, but don't. it's not going to, like, anger me if I were the GM. I'd be like, well, he clearly doesn't. I mean, you have to also realize this, and 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 I know Gio realizes that. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about just in general. Like, very few general managers have more than three, at the most, maybe confidants, like people that actually know their line of thinking. Probably ownership, maybe an assistant general manager, and then they usually just ask a bunch of questions of of coaches and coordinators and all that, but they don't they don't tell people what they're thinking. So they don't care what you're what you're saying on Twitter either. You know, I I, I think this is a this is much ado about nothing. Do you think that the 
What do you think Casario thinks when he sees Steven Nelson bringing up stuff that was has been like so far in the rear view, though? Yeah. Well, I thought we we've seen that Nick Casario has been the bigger man. Well, already. This is my thing. He he did he was when the off season had already played out. The vest stuff, yeah. Well, I mean, the off season had already played out though. Mm-hmm. Like you'd already gone through the draft, you'd already gone through free agency. There weren't really very many options. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's got to be a delayed fuse at this point with Steven Nelson, right? And I, I also think you got every ounce out of Steven Nelson that you can get. Yeah. I really do. Like, I, I think the, the two-year commitment to Steven Nelson, it, it couldn't have gone better. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's like sometimes it's the second contract that gets you in trouble. Like the Whitney yeah. Merciless. Like the initial extension was awesome. Yeah. Second contract where you're kind of crossing your fingers and you mm-hmm. saw some warning signs there. Yeah. That's the one that gets you in trouble. Casario's got it. Casario's got it. Want to move on from Steven Nelson, right? I, I think so. Um, I, I would think so, but it, you never know because you know we don't know exactly know what he's prioritizing. We can talk about it all we want. We know running back is going to be a priority. Well, we'll hear from outside him Wednesday, of that, by the way. Yeah. Wednesday at noon, we'll hear from Casario. Yeah, and outside of that, we really don't know. I mean, you'd be a dummy not to prioritize running back at some point. But other than that, is it? cornerback is it maybe wildly safety is it a defensive tackle is it uh, something like this i don't know Xavier howard um he's going to be on the market four-time pro bowler uh i think a little bit younger than steven nelson uh not coming off is as good of a year although there was like some turmoil in miami there were a lot of injuries on defense and it seemed like vic fangio might be the most hated guy in the history of of miami dolphins football um some people were bringing up Xavier Howard's past. These were kind of like funny stories to me. Uh, one of them was two years ago when a woman sued him for allegedly giving her uh, herpes. Mm-hmm. She was looking for an undisclosed. Well, he admitted amount. he did. Yeah. Well, ultimately, she said he did. Well, didn't he tweet something about? No, I, she said he admitted oh, okay. it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, she okay. said he admitted okay. it. Okay. Um, and then there was another one where I guess they um had a sex tape or something like that, and she was trying to get 50K from him mm-hmm. uh, to Jane Doe's. Giving, giving a girl herpes is not like a deal breaker for you when it comes to bringing them in, is it? I'm asking. Because <laughs> there's some deal breakers. Like no. A lot of people have deal breakers. Like if Xavier Howard knowingly just kind of tried to slip in the fact that he had some herpes, allegedly, or even being involved in something like this, is that a deal breaker for you? Are you out on Xavier Howard because of the it's herpes? Just funny. It's just funny. You say in the head. I mean, giving a girl herpes, that's not a deal breaker, is it? Is it? Um, I think it's awful. I think it's uh, prosecutable. I don't see why he should get sued for that. I, I think he should. If he knew, if he knowingly did it, that's, that's first of all, illegal. And and secondly, he should be prosecuted. What if prosecuted. he didn't know? If he didn't know, uh, that's a different story. But, but I think if he did, it's prosecutable. All that being said... Still not a deal breaker. <laughs> I still don't think it's a deal breaker. Biggie, is the herp a deal breaker for you? Bringing them in on the team? Yeah. Are you? Are you okay? Are you willing to look past the herp? Yeah. To bring them on on the team? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So you're yes. okay with it? I'm okay with signing him on the team. Yeah. Yeah. If he have herpes, yes. <laughs> okay, but what if he <laughs> yes. knowingly? It gave, ain't got nothing to do with me. What if he? Know, what if he knowingly gave Can herpes the to someone still else? Ball? Yeah. Can he ball on the field? What? If, what if he knowingly uh, gave her herpes? Does that change your mind? You're okay with that? Doesn't matter. Um, nah, it don't change my. Mind. It doesn't change my mind, but it's just so awful. herpes he might be a, a slime ball. ball. Yeah, it's just yeah, he's still a slime ball, and it's still illegal if he did it. But not not a deal breaker. <laughs> All right, so there you go. The herp, not a deal breaker. That's what we've learned today. No deal breaker on the herp. Landry yeah. Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. So there you go. Not a deal breaker. Bring him in. Yeah. <laughs>
NFL Combine tomorrow. D'Amico Ryan's going to speak at noon. What do we uh what do we want to hear from old D'Amico? Because he can tip his hand a little bit. He'll tip his hand a little bit. And he's careful. He's he's talked a lot about the D line now. Yeah. Right after the season he, he talked about that. It uh, does appear that he's he might be leaning defense. What let me ask you this, uh, while I agree with that. Like what are you going to be looking at as a position group? Me? More than others. Everything. Well, not quarterback. Wide receiver. I want to make Nico arguably the number two wide receiver. That's mm-hmm. my goal. Mm-hmm. And then if if you still want to bring back Nico, but I think if you can get if you can get a wide receiver on his rookie deal in Tank Dell and another wide receiver, I'm I'm trying to upgrade that. It's expensive, man. Like mm-hmm. there's a reason that I think you need to proactively, anytime there's an opportunity to get a badass wide receiver, especially at that area in the first round, mm-hmm. I think you got to jump on it. Yeah, Can't no, have that, enough. That, Can't have enough. That's definitely one. I'm kind of intrigued by some linebackers. I think that the, you know they, what they've done with Christian Harris. Uh, you know, for a while, Toto was was an impact player. I could see him maybe trying to find another big time linebacker. Well, at linebacker, you're kind of in a uh, you're kind of in a situation where you might be able to get uh, the best one in that. Yeah, no, you're situation. in a sweet the spot. Positional value crap. Well, what's we his name? Edgren Cooper from A&M is getting a lot of run. The kid from Kentucky is getting a lot of run. And they're gonna they're right in that twenty to thirty range or, or second round, you know something like that. Linebacker is interesting to me. Now yeah. that's how you fix it, right? You get rookie deal, uh, young player, and you can sign other players. It always comes back down to that. And then D line is something to really keep an eye on. That's the, uh, the kid from Texas is intriguing. Uh, Byron Murphy. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's Sweat on day two. I don't know. How that's going to look. The wide receiver thing's interesting too. Mm-hmm. Uh date where they're at all the way to uh to day two. But it sh- it should be interesting to see what they do. And obviously the first uh, before that, we're gonna have free agency. So maybe we'll have a little bit better grasp um of that free agency. We are fifteen days away from that NFL combine going on tomorrow. Uh D'Amico Ryan, you'll hear him right here at noon. You'll hear the forty minute man, probably for about fifteen minutes, so uh on Wednesday. You never know. Yeah. I do. He's, they're not going to talk <laughs> for 40 minutes. I can promise you. They'll be good. Yeah. And yeah. no John McClain at the Combine. First time. It's official. In Did he, like, make a big announcement about year? it? Yeah, he went last year. Did he, make, uh, like, did he make, like, a big announcement? I think he's gone, like, 27 or 30 years in a row, something like Are that. Are you sure he went last year? Yeah. No, because he. I saw him say something about that. What did he do? Put out, like, a heartfelt I don't know. letter? Let me see. This. I thought he didn't go last year. I'm thought, pretty sure he didn't. I thought he did. He said something about Carol asked him. You know what? Maybe he texted me. Maybe I'm putting. Did some... John McClain put out like a big letter? Or he might have like texted that? me about the combine. Uh-oh. I might have just put out. Lopez. I might have just put out some information. I have right. that. Shouldn't have put out there. This is about right. <laughs> it all runs. Read together. the whole text too. Yeah. Yeah. Read the whole text now. I tell know, the class. I'm looking for it. Come I'm on, Johnny. Tell it. the class. Here it is. Because uh, I reached out with him to him last week just to see make you know see how things are going. What do you mean? You're worried about him? No, just say hey, what's up? Haven't talked to you. He hadn't been around. Um, wonder why. <laughs> no, I wasn't a text. I saw it somewhere else. But yeah, he's not going to the he's not going to the combine. What did he make like a big deal about it? He let me know. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Did you see that Peter King retired? I did. Uh, that's going to be on the internet. You no, know, he made a big deal. Internet about it. going nuts. How long was that column? Look, 
I'll, I'll say it right now, and then you're going to hear it again. At how, anyway. long, how long was Peter King's farewell? Yeah. Well, I think he did his regular column and then added that or topped it with that. Um, but here's the thing about Peter King. We kind of eye roll occasionally, and I know, I think recently, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month, I said he's one of those, he's striking me as one of those guys that if you can't help him, he doesn't have time for you. So I've not been altogether a big, enormous Peter King fan, but I am a fan because of, of what he is and, and, and what he's done. Yeah, he's the best to do it. Yeah. And, and kind of set the standard with the, with the notes columns. He really did. The the no, nah, the Monday morning quarterback yeah. used to be a must. Yeah. The last six years, he's become just unbearable, Maybe. though. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's just become. Mm-hmm. Remember when he was singing on Radio Row? I don't. He started singing. I don't. For some station on Radio Row. I don't. I just remember when he. I mean, like everything's like him romanticized. So does this mean he can't vote for the Hall of Fame, or is he still going to be doing I, that? I bet you he's still going to vote. McLean's still voting, right? Yeah, McLean's still working, isn't he? He's on yeah. Texans radio and he does stuff for the Houston Texans. Yeah, but not like like full time, full time, uh, covering the beat, you know. And he still has a vote. I heard Peter King was going to Gallery Sports. <laughs> he may well. <laughs> he may well. <laughs> Peter King just is doing the videos with Mattress Mac. He pushes McLean to the side. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, it's Peter King. <laughs> Have you ever watched? You ever watched McLean and Mac? Did you see Max Macho Man? I did I, not. I, I saw. It. You didn't want to watch it. Did I, you? I saw of it, but I didn't. Click you you on can. It. You, you look painful. You you look like you didn't even want to no, make yourself I, watch it. I, I didn't make myself watch it. It wasn't for any reason. That's your like, boy. Hey, I know. I love, that's that's I our guy. Yeah, I love Mac. Shout out to Ma- shout out to Mac. <laughs> but yeah, you did. You didn't want to watch the Macho like, Man. You couldn't I, do it. I didn't feel like clicking. <laughs> didn't feel like clicking. Have you ever Have you ever heard watch those videos with? Do you watch those McLean occasionally? Yeah, McLean and Mac. Yeah. It, it's actually not too bad. They just talk sports. They, I mean, they just go back to whatever the topic is of the day. Um, I mean, it's not a point. Mattress Mac here with John McClain. <laughs> John, how about them Cougs holding off Baylor in overtime? How about that? Yeah. Kelvin Sampson, does. he's one of the best coaches. And my Baylor Bears, they left it all out there, but they were just outmanned. <laughs> Yeah, John, and you know what else we got going out here at Gallery Sports? Uh, speaking of the uh, speaking of the Cougs, if the Cougs win, your furniture is free, free, free. Hey, how about the Texans? What are they going to draft? That's uh, number one ranked Cougs as of today. Nick Casario and Demarco Ryan's. <laughs> Last year they drafted C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson, number two and number three overall. <laughs> this year. I think D'Amico's going to go with a defensive lineman. Now, what did he say? Tackle. Didn't he say tackle at one point? I think he said defensive lineman. It was a defensive lineman? Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, let's go around the NFL. The Texan stress level, it has been minimized. It's still there, but it's been minimized. We'll tell you how, and we'll take a trip around the league next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.